This is News Talk. And of course, there's one man and one story on the front of every single Irish newspaper this morning. The Irish Sun, Mr. Unhutchable. The Irish Daily Star, the Midas Hutch. The Irish Daily Mirror, thanks very Hutch. The Irish Independent goes with Exit the Monk. The Irish Daily Mail goes with Hutch walks free from court and is told by Gardaí, your life is in danger. The Irish Times goes with Hutch remains under Garda investigation after acquittal. And the Irish Examiner reports after 52 days and 140 witnesses in one of the country's most explosive criminal trials, Hutch walks free. Jerry the Monk Hutch wakes up a free man today after he was found not guilty of the murder of Kinahan gang member David Byrne following one of the country's most explosive criminal trials, delivering a lengthy judgment of the Special Criminal Court after a trial that ran for 52 days. Miss Justice Tara Burns said there were significant concerns regarding star state witness Jonathan Dowdall and his reliability and his relationship with the truth. So, of course, there'll be questions now uh, about the prosecution and trusting Jonathan Dowdall and using him as the state witness. Uh, there'll be a lot more on News Talk Breakfast about this, but there are pages and pages and pages dedicated to the trial in this morning's newspapers. Uh, and as we say, we'll have a lot more on shows here on News Talk throughout the day. A lot of interest, obviously, in that case. The other story in the front of the Irish Examiner is something we're going to be talking about shortly with the Ombudsman. And this is the news that the HSE refused to reimburse elderly and vulnerable patients legitimate costs for going abroad to get treatment because they couldn't get the operations here. The Ombudsman found delays in reimbursing patients or withholding of the funds due to them under EU health schemes drove some into debt. And essentially the Ombudsman, as I say, we'll chat to Ger uh, Deering on the show shortly, but the Ombudsman saying that people got into debt, they took out loans to go abroad to get healthcare treatment, uh, assuming or being told that they would get uh, reimbursed for that, but they're struggling. Uh, in one case, the HSE tried to take back a payment of €11,500 from a woman because she gets a UK pension, and she was quite distressed by that. So we'll hear more from the Ombudsman here on Breakfast Briefing shortly. Now, inside the papers, uh, more than 40,000 drivers in Cork are waiting for an NCT date, says the RSA, and they're part of more than 300,000 motorists around the country waiting to have their vehicles tested for roadworthiness. These are the latest figures showing that, uh, for example, in Cork, some 34,909 people are awaiting their NCT date. A further 6,303 are on a cancellation list in Cork alone, according to figures obtained by Sinn Féin. And more than 301,000 tests were booked across the country as of the 5th of April. One and a half million cars, by the way, are due to be tested this year. So you can see why there could be a backlog. We have been told that they are recruiting more testers. There's more coming in from the Philippines. Um, and obviously now Sinn Féin calling on the Transport Minister, Eamon Ryan, to carry out a review into the NCT, claiming the long delays that people are experiencing are causing havoc across the country. 
Uh, I'm actually getting my NCT today. That's a nice little treat to look forward to this afternoon. But my NCT was due on the 29th of April. The date I was getting was, I think it was the 11th of November, was the nearest date that they had. Went on the priority list and on Sunday morning got an email to say your NCT is on Tuesday. So definitely, if you need your NCT, do go on the priority list. Now, you need your ducks in a row because obviously not a lot I could get done between Sunday and Tuesday. So uh, we'll see how we get on later on at the NCT. But do put yourself down on the priority list because they will try and uh, fit you in. But you might only get 48 hours notice and then you have to go and start hoovering your car and taking off hubcaps and taking all the stuff out of your car and making sure your lights are okay and all that stuff. But more than 300,000 people now waiting to have their vehicles tested for the NCT. The Irish Times looks at the Phoenix Park. Don't know if you're a regular visitor there or not, but if you are, you might have to pay for parking soon because they're beefing up parking enforcement at the Phoenix Park. There's going to be paid parking. There's going to be clamping. uh, And I didn't realise this. There used to be a fine, or there still is a fine, of €6.35, Uh, which was set back in 1925, but they're going to increase that fine now from a fiver back in 1925. Not sure what the rate will be now, but the OPW has published its long-awaited draft parking strategy, which they say is designed to strengthen its powers to stop illegal parking, particularly on footpaths and on the grass at the Phoenix Park, and try and get people to use sustainable transport. So you might have to pay for parking. We'll see what happens with the uh, new legislation legislation there but you could also get an on-the-spot fine if you park in an inappropriate location. We'll have more on that on this morning's News Talk Breakfast. Some nice news in the uh, Irish Daily Star this morning. You'll all be familiar with Alejandro Mizan who was the boy who survived a vicious pitbull attack nearly five months ago. Well he went back to school for the first time yesterday and he told everyone he's so happy to be back. Alejandro decided he was ready to get back to his friends and his teachers at St Aidan's in Enniscorthy yesterday and his older brother Raoul said it was great to see he was very excited and he was happy to be going back to school lovely pictures in the star as well of him with his uniform on and the bag and the bottle of water with him all set to go apparently he wanted to go back to school because he said he wants to see his friends and he loves school and a reminder that Alejandro spent seven weeks in Crumlin Children's Hospital undergoing treatment and surgery after being mauled by a pit bull in an escorty back in November. He suffered life-changing injuries, the dog tearing off his bottom lip and mauling each of his cheeks and he has had quite the recovery and uh, I'm sure all the family are really, really proud of him. He has to get more surgery this summer. They're going to get that in August uh, and obviously his case sparked a review of dog safety laws and rules in this country. So that's a nice positive outcome there. Final story for you if you're getting out of bed this morning uh, and looking to do a bit of fitness. Maybe you're interested in doing a press-up. Well, we have a world record that we're all going to try and beat now because a man in Australia, Lucas Helmk, who is 33, he's an accountant in Australia and the Times of London says his aptitude for numbers is matched by his tolerance for pain. He has been crowned the world 
world champion of press-ups by the Guinness World Records after he did 3,206 press-ups in an hour. Some of us can't even do one in an hour, never mind 3,200. He's after beating the previous record by 24 and he actually would have fared even better because 34 of his press-ups were disqualified for failing to maintain perfect form. So he was able to do about 3,250 press-ups in an hour. Now there's another lad, a 60-year-old in Florida who says he's beaten his record because he did 3,264 in an hour but Guinness are yet to verify that. Now, if you would like to uh, do the perfect press-up, your body must remain straight throughout, no bending of the knees or waist. If you bring yourself down to a 90-degree angle at the elbow, then come back up again. And if you want to beat the world record, do that 3,206 times in an hour. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.